The Sons of Liberty is a politically neutral organization. We believe that the Judeo-Christian ethic has provided the principles upon which this nation was founded. It is our belief that these principles provide not only the foundation and framework for American government and society, but are also essential to the maintenance of a fair and just society. All program content is based on a Christian biblical worldview. One of you said to me recently that we shouldn't rock the boat. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I want to tell you that I am a boat rocker. Let's try it again. Good morning, America. Welcome, Christians, conservatives, constitutionalists, libertarians, communists, Islamists, libertarians, all you other people. LGBTQ. I'm so messed up this morning; it's ridiculous. LGBTQ, RST, VWXYZ people, and anybody else I may have missed to the Sons of Liberty Radio Show here on Red State Talk Radio. I'm your host, Tim Brown, coming to you live from the U.S. occupied state of South Carolina. And for our Muslim friends, I'm the infidel that Allah warned you about to hold to the book, the Bible, as the authoritative word of God. Glad that you guys have joined us this morning. If everything holds together, and it may be a little choppy, I apologize for that. I'm not working with the beast here. I've got, uh, <laughs> it's going off to the manufacturer today uh, for a warranty. One year. I mean, it's been a good computer, and now we've got this mess going on. Anyway, in any case, I'm going to be a little choppy today. I apologize for that. Um, there's nothing I can do. I've done everything I can. Uh, I sat here last night to speed up the computer uh, that I'm using, which is only a few years old. It's an i7, and um, but it's mainly made for business, even though it's allegedly to be a gaming computer, if you will. And I don't play games, but I got it for the for the power it had at the time. Of course, I wasn't doing video and audio on radio then, so that's why we're having a problem here. So I appreciate you guys retuning back in. I know stuff is just a problem. I, I, I do apologize. I hate when things are not the way they're supposed to be, and I know you do too, and I appreciate your patience in that. Uh, pray that we get this computer back very, very quickly. Usually their turnaround time is like two weeks. I do not need to deal with this for two weeks, but and neither do you. So anyway, um, don't know what Mark Davenport's problem is, but uh, <laughs> okay, um, whatever. Anyway, today's show, I'm not going to go through the formalities uh, because some of you are already on and we're already off of Red State Talk Radio. Um, the connection, it just isn't holding there with that either. And uh, I don't know what we're going to have to do about it. So we'll just, we'll see. We'll see if there's a fix for that. Uh, come Monday, because I may have to cancel Kate for tomorrow as well. If I add another thing on here, uh, my computer is just going to go bazooka. <laughs> I'm just going to go out. So I want to get to the topic because I spoke with I spoke about it just a little bit last night on Facebook Live, and that is that we tend to get our focus off of what's actually going on in our country, and. Because our focus is off of what's going on in our country. Um, hey, good to see you. Joy, Brian, Bryce, Cheryl, Mark, despite whatever your issues are this morning. Jennifer, Eric, Jim, and uh, Cheryl. We appreciate you guys, uh, your support, and others who are watching right now via 
uh, video. And part of the issue that we, okay, all right, I, it's it should be going out to everything, Jennifer. I'm not sure why that is, um, but it's a problem. I'll, I'll try to get some stuff going and and be doing it while I'm doing the show here. So I'm gonna be I'm gonna be typing. The first thing is is that we we are our, our eyes to help set this up. Our eyes are always off of the crimes of whatever the current administration is, whether it's this one, whether it's the previous one, or the one before that, our eyes get off of, of us to foreign dictators, okay? Or what we're told are foreign dictators. And as a result of that, we get distracted from what's actually going on. We get distracted from what's actually going on. And part of the issue that we that we face here is that it makes it very, very difficult. Now, if the sound comes on, it's because YouTube is doing something goofy here. Um, Got to move this back over over to um, before it's news. So it gets us distracted from what's going on. We don't really pay attention to what happens when it comes to our own dictators, our own tyrants, our own people acting lawlessly. Okay. The people have been involved with this virus thing. We're told it's a Chinese virus. That's what we're told. We're told that by the same people that lie to us day in and day out in the media, day in and day out in the in the political spectrum. This is what we're told. Okay? And when this happens, the question I have to ask is, do you believe it? Do you believe it? Well, yes, I trust President with President Trump with all my heart. Well, that's good for you. Um, I would trust no man like that. None. And part of the problem that we end up having is because we do that, we become idolaters. Now you say, well, Tim, I'm not a dollar to this, that, and the other. And I get it. Some people are not. Some people will support the president where he's right. And some people will... Call him out for where he's wrong. Good for you. You're on my side. You're not against me. And I'm not against you. But there are some things that have gone on in the past couple of days, actually weeks, that we need to be aware of. One is, and let's just start with this latest one. Let's start with the latest one. The latest one is about the Trump DOJ. This is under Bill Barr, who I told you, I told you when they nominated, when Trump nominated this guy, this is swamp creature. See, I want you to stop and think, folks. Just stop and think for just a moment. This is a man who claims that he wants to drain the swamp. And yet, who's been his, who's been his cabinet? And who has been his advisors? It has all been people who are part of the swamp. You get that? Bill Barr. Famously known for protecting the FBI agents involved at Ruby Ridge. Wanting to give them immunity, even though one of their own snipers, who was later promoted, shot an unarmed, innocent woman running with a baby into her house in the head. This is, this, this is who your DOJ is, your attorney general. This guy backs red flag laws. They are unconstitutional to their core violate the majority of the Bill of Rights. Donald Trump supports red flag laws 
violation of the majority of the Bill of Rights. He supports uh, denying you your due process and stealing your property before that. That's Fourth and Fifth Amendments. Now we're being pushed other things. While they're talking about money, while many of you are sitting home because your governor is tyrannical and uh, the people have not overthrown that governor and got them out of office, whether they're a man or woman, Democrat or Republican, while you've been given a whopping $1,200 in socialism from the administration that claims that we'll never be a socialist country, this Justice Department, this Injustice Department, it continues on. It's not just under Barack Hussein Obama, Satoru Sabarka, the usurper. It's under Donald Trump, too. They're asking for more money to confiscate guns. Kid you not. This comes from uh, Mac Slavo over at SonsOfLibertyMedia.com. President Donald Trump's Justice Department is asking for more money to, quote, help confiscate guns from people who shouldn't legally be able to own them. Hmm. Now, you always, you say, well, they shouldn't be able to legally, illegally, or legally own them. Um, let's pay attention to what goes on. Because gun sales are surging due to the tyrannical rights trampling of all governments, the Justice Department wants to be better protected from the people so they can finish locking on the shackles. The ruling class must know that gun sales have skyrocketed because people are sick of being slaves and ready to defend themselves. I hope they have the mindset to do that. When the police come knocking at their door, when the army comes knocking at their door, wanting to give them their mandatory vaccines. We're going to get to that in a moment. Okay? Well, he never said that, Tim. Hang on, and I'm going to show you. Just hang on. Okay? The ruling class must know this is going on. They're ready to defend themselves according to Politico. And you go, oh, it's Politico. They're fake news. Okay, yeah, I get it. That doesn't mean they don't tell the truth sometimes, too. Okay? According to Politico, these requests to enforce more gun control are recent and due to the increase in sales. Now, I'm going to tell you something. Let me be very clear. Federal government has no business in this at all. Zero. If somebody shouldn't be owning a gun because they're a criminal, uh, and we're talking about somebody who deserves it, it's a capital crime that they commit. I'm not talking about um, you were selling a dime bag of marijuana, a plant. My goodness, God made plants. We're not talking about that. I'm sure they want to take your gun rights for that. In fact, there's been talk of that. Oh, we'll give you your marijuana if you'll give up your guns. Well, that's just stupid. No authority to do that. What they should be doing is giving murderers, kidnappers, sodomites, whoever else is guilty of a capital crime, they should be giving them a dirt nap, not a jail cell, not at our expense. That's what they should be doing. But they're not doing that. They don't deal justice. They deal injustice over and over and over. But according to Politico, here's what here's what the uh, the the request to enforce more gun control are recent and due to the increase in sales. Quote: In recent outreach to Capitol Hill, DOJ made two requests related to the spike in gun purchases. According to two sources with knowledge of those asked, uh, first the department asked for funding to help the FBI hire more staff to keep up with the growing number of background checks and appeal requests going through the National Instant Criminal Background Check System, which, if you ask me, that's a whole violation of the Constitution in and of itself. The Bureau runs that system, which handles background checks on millions of gun buyers every 
year. And we know they're keeping information on it because they give us the information on it. So they're keeping it illegally, the information that they're, they're dealing with, in order to say yes or no to gun buyers. And by the way, while you are out of work under government mandate and government guidelines given by this administration, the FBI is looking to hire more people. They're looking to grow government. Let me say this. The most non-essential business in this society is our government. You and I do not need government to function in the society. We don't need government to protect us. We don't need government to um, do anything for us to live our lives. In fact, if we had no government, we might actually go back to a self-government and a community government in which we dealt with things ourselves. Kind of like in the book of Judges where the people were probably the most free that they ever were. They were vigilant about those who committed crimes. See, when we're not vigilant about it and we let government do it, it's out of sight, out of mind. So they can just do whatever they want to to the criminal. They can let them go on your streets just like they're doing right now in the name of COVID-19. They can stick them in a cell, hold your property, and you, as a hostage, to pay for their upkeep for however many years they want to stick them in jail. Got my point? When we're not vigilant, when we're not the ones who execute the law, as the Constitution says, via the militia um, and via us holding our representatives to account. Okay? That's the issue. The department also asked for more resources and personnel for the Bureau of Alcohol, Tobacco, Firearms, and Explosives to deal with firearm retrievals and other field work related to delayed denials, according to two sources. The term delayed denials refers to situations in which people buy weapons and take them home before the NICS system can flag those buyers as ineligible to own guns. Now, that just sounds stupid to me. How many of you guys have ever went to purchase a gun and it wasn't cleared before you took that gun home? Now, look, I don't really think that I am supposed to have a concealed weapons permit, but I do have one, okay? I don't think I have to have one to exercise that right. In fact, my uncle told me two years ago, he died on, he died two years ago, Mother's Day. He told me, he says, damn, I wish I'd have never gotten a concealed weapons permit because he had like three guns. He was as skinny as a beanpole. That's why they called him Zero. And he uh, had three guns on him at all times that I can recall ever since I was a kid. He said, I never had to have a permit for any of that. And he says, now I'm kind of putting myself in the hole. And I agree with him. So here's what they do. According to Mac, the criminals that think they own us and can tell us we aren't allowed to defend ourselves against them as they take every last human right we're ramping up and up their control. They don't want any of us to have the ability to fight them. And that's exactly what they're doing, folks. This is why the red flag laws come in. They can just say whoever they want to is ineligible. Despite the Fifth Amendment. Despite the Fifth Amendment. This might be difficult for Trump supporters to hear, but you need this information. He's not showing himself to be on the on the side of humanity right now. He himself said he's in control of Operation Warp Speed. We're going to get to that in just a moment, which is speeding up the vaccine timeline. They're going to be cutting corners, baby. And if you thought there was some bad stuff in vaccines before, wait till you get this one. Based on how awful his track record has been, I doubt we'll ever see the swamp drained or anyone. Of course not. He's putting swamp people in there. 
This is what, look at the cabinet. You people who think Mike Pence is like, I don't know, the some kind of angel come from heaven, you've got another thing coming. Look at that guy's, look at this guy's, oh, well, he's for religious freedom. Well, what does that mean? I want to ask you what it really means. Does it mean what the what are the, the establishers of America held to? Christianity? Or does it mean something else? Oh, just all gods are equal. You do not have a God-given right to worship false gods. You don't. You may have in your mind certain things because of how you were brought up in this, that, and the other. You don't have a right, a God-given right, to worship false gods. You just don't have it. Now, here's the thing. You say, but these are people who are, who are not supposed to have them legally. If you haven't picked up on the silver-tongued devils in this administration, I don't know how I can help you. Donald Trump said, we take the guns first, then we have due process. So people have said he's backed off on that. I haven't seen it. Did he get not get behind Lindsey Graham's red, red flag gun law? Yeah, but he's allowed it throughout the, the states. And his job is not the economy, people. His job is Article 2, Section 3, to make sure the laws are faithfully executed. And the laws declare that all men have rights. And among those are the right to keep and bear arms. And so when governors go against that, who swear an allegiance and to uphold the Constitution and not go there, sign legislation and engage in activities against the people to do that. And yes, if you ask me, I don't like federal involvement at all. I'm an anti-federalist. I don't like it at all. But if you're going to hold that standard, then he has a right to step in and say, no, 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 governor. Uh, these are rights that are supposed to be protected. You can't infringe those. But instead, what does he do? He, get, he just lets it go. He doesn't do anything. Lobby Day, Virginia. What did he do? Oh, America, your rights are under attack. Why? Because it's a Democrat guy. But he doesn't say anything when it's a Republican guy. Where was he at? Uh, I forget the state up north. Um, who was doing basically the same thing. It was red flag laws and stuff. Didn't say anything to them. All right? So that's the first thing. The second thing is, is the idea of a mandatory vaccine. Now, I'm going to play you a clip. I don't, again, I know people find it hard to believe. They say, how do you, how do, you do politics? How do you do this? And you know what? Well, I don't let all that stuff feed into my head. I have my own thought processes. As Brad, Bradley says at the Sons of Liberty, um, we think for ourselves and, not, and make not the measure of our conduct to somebody else. I forget how he says it. Uh, it's a terrible place to be when your brains are in somebody else's head. That's, that's the gist of it, okay? You have to get him to say, let's tune in at 3 o'clock and you'll hear him uh, say that, 3 p.m. Eastern. But this is from Fox News, controlled opposition, by the way. They're controlled opposition. They have been for years, if you haven't picked up on that, okay? Here's the clip I'm going to play. Now, again, for those viewing, I apologize. I know things are going to be a little choppy, but hopefully the audio comes through clear. This is about four, about five minutes. But I want you to hear, and what I'm going to do is I'm going to break in at little points to point out things that I see. Okay, you see if you see them too. We're going to kick this off. This is an interview with President Trump by Fox News. Is if it'll start. It looks like it wants to start, but it's not. So I'm going to have to refresh the page. Uh, bear with me just a moment. Don't know who the lady is because again I don't watch Fox News. I, I know some of the older guys that are there from a while back. Um, 
Yeah, this is what goes on <laughs> uh, when you don't have the little beast here working. Uh, so anyway, it's fixing to come on, I think, as soon as it gets up here. Uh, if it doesn't, let me move into it till it starts here. Donald Trump is being interviewed in this little clip about mobilizing the military to rapidly distribute coronavirus vaccine when it's ready. Now, if this keeps spinning, so I don't I may not even get to play it for you. I wish I had at least a transcript so I could, um, uh, you know, make it make it go here. So I do apologize. Again, this is sort of what I'm working with. I'm doing the best I can. But. I'll have it up in the archives. I'll put this uh, video up in the archives this morning to where you can watch it for yourself. And what you'll notice is, is the lady interviewing, and I'm just going to stop it because it's not going to work. So you're just going to have to hear me tell you, and then you go back and look. And my, if my video is still running, this video will be archived there. Sons of Liberty, so you can see if what I'm saying is true versus what he's saying and what the interview is asking. And remember, she's controlled opposition. She's with Fox News. She asked him, Mr. President, you know, what about these things? You know, he talks about basketball games and football games and all this. And she says, well, are we going to have everybody going in and getting their temperature read and getting testing every time they go to work and stuff? And he says, you know, we don't, we don't really want that. And we're, we're going to have a vaccine by November. He's pushing the vaccine. All of you people who think that Donald Trump is anti-vaccine, he's not. He's never been anti-vaccine. What he's been is he's been anti-vaccinate kids with a bunch of vaccines all at once but when they're little. Can we get to a place we where the White House is in corporate America where every time you go to work, you just get this. your temperature taken, you get a test. Is that where we're going? You, is don't that wanna, you don't want to be doing that. Look, we want to go back to, like, you want to see a baseball game or you want to see a basketball or football. You want to walk into a stadium. All right, real quickly, she said, is this where we, he says, you don't want to do all that. Then he, he's leading up to the vaccine. You got to understand. He he's saying we don't want to do all that. We don't want to have the um, the the temperature checks. We don't want to have the testing and all of that other. Watch what he says. He says all this stuff about basketball games, and then look right where he goes. I went to the Alabama LSU game last year. They had hundred and ten thousand people in the stadium. I don't want to see twenty five thousand people where you have empty seats all over the place when because of distance. When do you think we could get back to that, Mr. President? I How long is this going to take to get back to normalcy? Yeah, did I think you we're get that have a vaccine by the end of the year? Did you, we're doing did very you get well that the vaccine? And I will tell you something. I just literally left. If you didn't get it, she says, "When can we get back to it?" The thing about the basketball games, I think we're going to have a vaccine, folks. He is prepping you. For mandatory vaccines before you go out in public, before you go back to work, before you do it, he's prepping you for it. He isn't saying mandatory vaccines. I know that. But it continues on from here. He is setting it up for mandatory vaccines. Watch what happens. After meeting, we're mobilizing our military and other forces, but we're mobilizing our military on the basis that we do have a vaccine. You know, it's a massive job to give this vaccine. Our military is now being mobilized. It's a massive job to give the vaccine to who? Who is he going to give the vaccine to? I, he's going to tell you. Hang on. Watch, watch the thing that comes out of this man's mouth that most people won't even catch. So at the end of the year, we're going to be able to give it to a lot of people very, very rapidly. A lot of people very, very rapidly. Not to mention the fact that he's going to do this with the military. Now, I ask you. Any of you Trump supporters out there, 
Where does he get that authority in the Constitution? Because I'm going to get to that, too. And if I don't get to it, I'm going to put it in the archive. I'm going to give you the president's authority and the Congress's authority. And it's nowhere in there for him to call up the military to use them to vaccinate people. It's nowhere in there. Nowhere. It's nowhere. This is tyranny. You want to see the face of tyranny? Yeah, it was Barack Hussein Obama, Satoru Sabarka. It's also this guy. He's telling you exactly what he's doing. And you're just doing something with syringes as well so that you can have it plentiful. You have enough vaccine. We will have uh, the tremendous force because assuming we get it, then you have to distribute it. And unless you're mobilized and ready, you're not going to be able to do it for a long time. So we're starting now. We're of the assumption that by the end of the year, we're going to have a vaccine and then we have to be able to give it, to use it on most of our population. Okay, get it? Most of our population. We're going to have to use it on most of our population. That's the words he's using now. Okay? And he's going to go on to tell you, and I want you to see, I want to see if you catch what he says when he starts distinguishing between the elderly, which he is, and those of us, well, he he throws me in elderly too. I'm 51. But those who are about 50 or whatever and younger and they're healthy and strong and all this other. I want you to see if you catch what he says here. Yeah. Now, we'll focus on elderly. We're going to focus on nursing home and, and, you know, senior citizen centers. Because that's really, if you look at it, that is so, that is a very vulnerable group. It's a terrible thing. But uh, so we're going to be focused on that. We're going to go. Can with you the divide vaccine. the country saying, okay, if you're below 50, you're healthy and strong, you're okay, go back to work. Elderly, divide them. Well, we're doing that, and I'm actually saying, like with the schools, open the schools. But if a teacher is 65 or older, especially if they have diabetes, if they have a bad heart, if they have a problem, we say relax for a longer period of time. But if you look, there's been very little damage done to people that are healthy and young and, frankly, medium-aged people. But the elderly have been decimated. All right, so the elderly... The elderly have been decimated, okay? Getting my buttons swapped up today. The elderly have been decimated, but the younger people are just fine. Um, you know, you can stay at home because government's going to take care of you. That, he doesn't tell you that, but that's exactly what he means. We, we've got you know, billions of dollars we've thrown into unemployment, so you don't have to worry about it. Your fellow Americans are going to take care of you, and we're going to hold a gun to their head to make sure they pay taxes in order that you are taken care of. So you just take it easy a little bit further. Their grandma, grandpa, you, you do that. Does that sound like the Bible to you? Does that sound like what Paul wrote to Timothy about taking care of your own widows who don't have family members who can take care of them? Is that what it sounds like to you? No, this sounds like socialism is exactly what it is. If it sounds like it, that's what it is. Absolutely. Let me get back to getting us back to where we were. Nancy Pelosi has a stimulus package now. We know that now it listen is to this trillion one. dollars. Um, Kevin McCarthy's been tweeting about this, and apparently it includes diversity provisions for the marijuana business. It, it includes tax breaks for blue state donors, federal election takeover that mandates mail-in voting. What, are, what, what is your take on proxy votes and mail-in voting? This is part of the speaker's stimulus package. So she knows it's... Okay, so here's something else. So they're going to bring in all these things about, uh, you know, stuff that's being brought up as what's in uh, Pelosi's stimulus bill. Three trillion dollars. Three trillion dollars. Now, Trump was asking for another two trillion, another two trillion for infrastructure. Okay. And 
they're talking about this. They're talking about the voting thing that people have been brought up about, you know, uh, subsidizing um, uh, marijuana businesses and stuff like this and all this other junk that gets thrown in here. And look, there was junk in the other one. So they're going to act like, well, it's it's all the Democrats. It's all the Democrats. This guy signed it. The last one. Remember, I brought out to you about the Kennedy Center, $25 million to the Kennedy Center. Is that an essential business? Is that constitutional? Nope, it's not. It's not. It's not. Listen to him. Dead on arrival. We had a very It's dead on arrival, okay? The, the one that they have now, he says, dead on arrival. But that doesn't mean a lot of the same crap and unconstitutional stuff is going to be in a stimulus bill he will sign. Okay, that's what I want you to keep in mind. Uh, evening last night, as you know, in Wisconsin, we won very, very by a lot. Now here it and is this political. Is primary. This is an election. We won a bunch of stuff. A special election. It's about we elections. We won a House seat, uh, supposed to be close. We won by a lot. We had a great person, now Congressman Tom Tiffany. And, and the Republicans won in California, special election. And in California, we're just getting the numbers, and it looks like we won that big. And uh, he's been a tremendous uh, candidate, Mike Garcia. He went out, he worked, and he won, and he took back a seat from the Democrats in California. Think of that. In an area that nobody thought possible. It was held by a Democrat, as you know, a Democrat who had a lot of problems. And Mike went out and he won, uh, he won that seat. These are two. Now, the press doesn't even write. But if we lost those seats, it would be headline news. Rough time for Trump. Because... I'm running against sleepy Joe Biden, but I'm also running against the Democrat machine, and I'm running against... Listen and to the politics. Listen to the politics. The that are coming out. When you look at these releases that are just being given to you just now as we sit that. down, but I'm running against the Democrats, and I'm running against the media. I'm running against the radical left. I'm running against some really stupid Republicans that don't understand how good they had it because we have some Republicans. I'm at 95 or 96 percent with the Republican Party, but we have some people that claim to be Republicans and they've gone crazy. And the reason is I've defeated them all. You know, they were all my opponents. Now, let me remind you of something, because a lot of you are maybe sitting there going, um, He's right. He is the media is against him. The Republicans, the media, the Republicans going. This is the same man that just weeks ago, when the stimulus was being voted on, attacked one of the only constitutional representatives, Thomas Massey from Kentucky, attacked him and said he should be out of the Republican Party because he said representatives ought to put their name on their vote. He's just grandstanding. This is the king of grandstanding. The guy that we're watching right now, he's the king of grandstanding. And yet, when it came to somebody actually trying to have people accountable, this man that you're listening to attacked him, said he ought to be out of the Republican Party. By the way, Thomas Massey's the one who told you just a couple of years ago it was Democrats and Republicans going after your guns. He was right on. And they've never gotten over it. Guys, Weaver and Schmidt, all losers. And they go out and they try buying commercials. And you say, gee, we've rebuilt our military. We've taken care of our vets. Our vets are in the best shape. You've never seen anything like it with the vets, you know, with, with choice, with everything else. We've done such a good job. And then you add the judges and you add protecting our Second Amendment. And what are these guys going to do? Support Joe Biden? Protecting and, the you know, Second Amendment. Joe has been brought way left. 
<sighs> way left. Way he's been brought way left. Uh, <laughs> yes, Mr. President. Um, I, I don't know what to say. And in the midst of this, we're going to use our military. We're going to use our military. And if you notice the disconnect, he said, we have the elderly who've been mostly decimated. Did you guys catch that? And the ones who are younger is just fine. You know, this, but we're going to have to vaccinate the vast majority of our people. Now, why is that? This is the same president, and I can't pull it up because I'm sure my system will crash, but I'll try to get the video and put it up in the archive. The same president who, when the measles were around last year, and they they blew that out of point. Remember they caught CBS using a kid who had something else? Uh, They grabbed a picture and said he had the measles, and the mother called him out and was ready to sue him. I don't know if she did or not over the issue. Yeah, you, You take the pictures, I'll make the war kind of thing. He's saying majority of the people are going to have to have the vaccine. And he said that about the the measles. He says kids got to have the vaccine. They got to have it. Got to have it. That's mandatory. That's not optional. That's not if you feel like it, if you want it, if you don't believe in it. Maybe it's a, 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 a conviction of conscience, which is tied to religion, whether it's humanist or Christian or whatever, whatever your thing is. It's all tied. See, here's the thing. Let me get let me boil it down for those of you who don't want to hear about religion. Everything in life is not neutral. Now you hear at the start of our show we talk about not being politically neutral. What we mean by that is we're not party affiliated. We don't hold to one party or the other. We hold to the law. First, the biblical law. Under that the constitution, where the constitution doesn't agree with that, it needs to be amended to reflect the creator's law. Okay? Simple as that. But let me tell you something. Virtually everything you do in life is not morally neutral. It's not. Paul tells us that we're to do all things for the glory of God, whether it's eating or drinking. Most people don't even think about that. When you eat something, when you drink something, you're to do it for the glory of God. If you're not doing it, then what are you doing it for? See, it's not neutral. When you marry someone, is that a, a moral neutral issue? No, it's not. When you establish government and you establish the laws and the penalties for those laws, is that morally neutral? No, those are akin to the God of the society. Whoever that God of that society is, if it's humanist, if it's Christian, if it's Islamist, if it's communist, whatever it is, the God of that society determines the law of that society and the punishments will either be just or unjust based upon the just or unjust God of that society. It's plain and simple. This is really easy to understand. In other words, some people don't like this, but this is the reality. Every government that exists on the face of the planet is a theocracy. The God of that society dictates the laws. You got me? Every one of them. And the only one that has just laws and just penalties for those laws comes from our Creator, which our founding fathers recognize, and those who established America. And I'm not talking about those with the Constitution. I'm talking about the guys who came long before them. They recognize the Lord Jesus Christ as the Creator, as the one who is the Savior of all men, as the lawgiver, 
And yes, in the New Testament, for you people who want to say, Old Testament God's bad, and he was wrathful and angry, and da 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 and the law is no good for us today. It was for the Jews, and it was for Israel, and da da The Lord Jesus in the Sermon on the Mount reiterated the law. He didn't take it down. He reiterated it. In fact, he reestablished it. Paul says we don't do away with the law. We establish it. I think that's in Romans 6. We establish the law. That's not what this administration is doing. This administration wants to decriminalize what God has said is an abomination, which is a capital crime, sodomy. In fact, he's gone to the extent of making an open sodomite who claims that he's married to another man. That's what he claims. He's not, but that's what he claims. An ambassador and then making him the head of national intelligence. You talk about asking God to send fire and brimstone upon America. That's exactly what we're asking for, folks. Oh, but Tim, you know, he's a good guy. He stood up for Christians. Yeah, he said some things about Christians that have been good. Called out some stuff. I, I'm not denying that. But you got to understand the poison is not in the truth that he disseminates. It's in the lies and the injustice that he disseminates. That's where the problem is. You know, Bradley uses the phrase, appeal in the jam. You can put a few drops of arsenic in your water. And the majority of it's going to be good water, isn't it? It's just a small part that's going to end up killing you. Let me ask you something. If I put some in some water and I offer it to you and I, I have a, a glass of water here and I say, this is pure water. It's been filtered through the whatever the gravity fed water thing like we have that we do for a family. Or I've got this water, straight well water. I just added a couple drops of arsenic, maybe a little bit of fluoride in there. For flavoring. Which one are you going to have? I mean, if you're a knowledgeable person, you're not going to take the one, the second one, right? This is what's going on. And we give it a pass. And the more we give it a pass, the more we embolden these people to do. The more we give them the ability to do. Now, I promised you more on this. This was Trump. I'm going to have the clip up in the archives. Here's the other thing. I reported uh, May 2nd this year. Trump Department of Defense and DARPA partnering with Bill Gates for a new DNA nanotech COVID-19 vaccine. Here's what I wrote. People continue to refuse to see the truth about what is going on in the United States. They refuse to see that the Trump administration is part of the problem, just like the one with the usurper Barack Hussein Obama Satoru Sabarka in charge. Though we have produced plenty of information concerning the lawlessness of the current administration and on Friday even produced evidence of the Trump administration backing Bill Gates's mandatory vaccination program, along with tracking and tracing, which his son-in-law, Jared Kushner, is involved in. His supporters continue to not see what is right in front of their faces. Now it's being reported that Gates is working with the Department of Defense and DARPA that's the Defense Advanced Research Projects Agency to produce a new DNA nanotech COVID-19 vaccine for everyone. If you don't know what the nanotech is, well, you, you want to talk about control. We're talking about the real control, 
control of the entire human person. I know it sounds very sci-fi. It sounds very out there. I get it. Do your own homework. Look, I'm not telling you. I'm just giving you the information so that you can look at it. Okay? You come to your own conclusions. And by the way, I had a wonderful conversation with a gentleman yesterday. He's a supporter of the show. He comes in the chat and things of this nature. And we friended each other on Facebook yesterday. I got to tell you, it was such an encouraging conversation because I actually heard from somebody that said, you know what? I was listening to you and I thought you were just bashing Trump. And I didn't like it, but I didn't say anything. I thought, well, I'll, I'll think about it. I'll listen to what he says. I'll look at it. And he says, you know what? You're exactly right on that. That's a tremendous encouragement. I mean, it really is. I'm not bashing Trump. I'm getting on Trump for where he's going off the rails on the law. You people want to pat him on the back about everything and not call him out for anything. You're part of the problem. If he's doing his job and say, "Add a boy, leave it at that and say, okay, but here's what you left off. If you hire an employee and you say, hey, I want you to clean my house. Maybe you got a pool. Maybe you're rich enough to have a pool. I don't know if you're blessed enough to have a pool. I want you to clean my house. I want you to clean my pool. I want you to wash and wax my wash my car every week, and I want you to wax it every couple of months or whatever the case may be. And you have all these things laid out for him, and he goes and does one or two of those things, but he leaves off all the other stuff. Are you going to sit there and focus on all the the things he did that he's paid to do, or are you going to say, "Hey, man, I'm paying you to do these other things. You aren't doing them." Well, what are you going to do, folks? You're going to point out the stuff he needs to correct. You might give him some praise if he did a good job on the things he did, but you're going to point out the problems of what he does here. The president's job is to make sure the laws are faithfully enforced. Our Article 2, Section 3. It is not the economy. And I had somebody yesterday ask me, before I give you this information, I had somebody ask me the other day, says, well, Tim, why won't you give him credit for the greatest economy in history? Let me speak to that just a moment because this all ties in with stimulus and all this other. This is a, the, the, the economy that's still going on is very Keynesian. It's very Keynesian, just like Obama's economy. It really is. I want to ask you something. If you're making $50,000 a year and you got $10,000 in debt, and I'm talking about on top of maybe your mortgage and your car, You're spending out a lot of money in debt, right? So somebody gives you a raise. Your household economy is $50,000. You're taking that in. You're spending it out. You're spending it on internet. You're spending it out on food. You're spending it on gas and electricity and gas and water, whatever, depending on where you're at. All these things. You're spending out that money. Okay? That's your economy. All of a sudden, you get a raise to $100,000. And you go, oh, we can get this, that, and the other. We can do this. So now your 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 debt goes up from $10,000 on top of mortgage and a, and a car, maybe two cars. I don't know. It does that to, I don't know, $45,000, almost half of your income. Is that a good economy? Now stop and think about that. When Trump took office, we were $19 trillion in debt. Before the virus... I think we were at 23 or 24 trillion. Within three years of his presidency. Do you get that? 
That's four or five trillion dollars more. Well, a lot of that's interest. I know it is, but he's not cutting spending. He's going right along with it. He's signing every spending bill that comes across his desk. You know it and I know it. Nobody can tell me he's vetoed to one of them. Not a one of them. And those are Democrat bills. Those are Democrat bills. Oh, but Democrats hate him. No, they're playing WWE with you people. That's what they're doing. And he's signing every one of their pieces of legislation, including the funding of the murder of unborn children in America. 2018 to 2019, the largest government funds going to Planned Parenthood who performs 40% of the abortions in America and the largest number of abortions on their record in history under this administration, not the Marxist Obama administration. This one. Yeah, I got the documentation on it. I got Planned Parenthood's report on it, okay? So you people that say this is fake news, I'm telling you right now, it's not fake news. You need to wake up to how you're being tricked, deceived, pulled into a scam. The scam is not by the Democrats. We know who they are. They have their mask off. We know what they are. They're full-fledged anti Americans, anti-Christians. And I'm talking about those in D.C. Look, there are some people that I know who are Democrats. I don't know how they... I understand their reasoning that they want to use that as something to combat those in that party and say, this is not really who we are. But the fact of the matter is, I don't even know that you can be in either one of these parties. They're both anti-God. I don't care what the one side gives lip service to. They're both anti-God. They're both anti-constitutional. They're both anti-Christian. In what they do, not in what they say, what they do. And again, I point back to James chapter 2. James says, show me your faith by what you do. Right? I'll show you my faith by what I do, not by what I say. What I do. All right, so here's this thing with uh, the Defense Department and uh, Bill Gates jump to that here guy at uh, activist post and he's a great reporter actually uh spiro Scaros. and this powerful interview uh and it's a video that's here he is joined by whitney webb who we also carry and ryan christian from the last american vagabond by the way i mean when you know whitney webb is a we try to get her on the show because she's a great investigative investigative journalist and she will destroy the narrative that we're given of quote unquote conservatism, <laughs> you know, of of republicanism, if you will, uh, and I'm talking about party stuff, not a republican form of government, which our constitution says that we should have. They discuss the rollout of a new system of control, the likes of which the world has never seen. It has been said to never let a good crisis go to waste, and this administration is learning from that too. And it appears the one pulling the strings or taking full advantage of the current crisis as more and more evidence emerges contradicting the official story that suggests this crisis is no accident. Well, of course it's not an accident. The fact that Bill Gates has teamed up with the Department of Defense and DARPA, which is the special project research and development arm of the Pentagon, to develop a brand new type of vaccine which is being rushed into production is alarming, to say the least. Yeah, I would say it was. Now, you can check out this video. We're going to have the link to this up in the archives later this morning. You can hear the interview. You'll see the evidence, especially... uh, 
in this interview concerning the new kind of DNA RNA vaccine would normally take 15 to 20 years to roll out, while this one is being rolled out in a matter of months and is already undergoing human clinical trials. Never let that crisis go to waste, eh? Never let it go to waste. You say, well, what does this have to do with mandatory vaccines, Tim? Well, Bradley wrote a thing about the um, the particular, uh, I forget what they call them, ab- abject, abject, uh, I forget what they call those stupid things. The syringes, they're pre-filled syringes. Okay, let me ask you something. Uh, Apoject, I'm sorry, Apoject. Those of you who think that Donald Trump is not bought and paid for, if you have not seen Adam Green's just excellent video where he lets the bankers tell you what who Donald Trump is, the bankers that bailed him out in the late 90s, billions of dollars in debt. Does that sound like a... I mean, this, oh, he's fighting to keep our guns. Woods, yes, he's fighting, isn't he? Thank you for your comment. You just helped boost us a little bit further. We appreciate the trolls and our our chat room. He's not fighting to keep your guns, you doof. He's silently complicit, just like many Republicans, in letting the enemy come in and do what they want. Impotence. Oh, he's got a big mouth. But when it comes to doing, that's a whole different thing. And sadly, Woods is one of those people who worship at the altar of Trump. Don't be surprised when he sacrifices you, okay? Don't be surprised at that. Just like he did the people of Virginia. He didn't come to help the people of Virginia in Lobby Day. He just said, your Second Amendment center attack. I'm not going to do anything about it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Bradley talked about the, um, the injection devices, pre-filled. You don't know what's in it. I want to ask you something. When you, if you've ever been to a medical doctor and the doctor said, well, we got to give you a shot. Well, what's in that, doc? Does anybody ask that? Does anybody stop and say, oh, wait a minute. We got to know what's in that, that vaccine. We talked about it's got mercury and formaldehyde and human aborted baby cells and just a, a bunch of stuff that you would not, not take and put in your mouth, but you'll have it shot right into your body, into your bloodstream. How many of you do that? I mean, I can remember as a kid getting booster shots and all this other stuff. I can remember it. And I don't do that with my kids. Because I found out what's in it. It's not about to help you. It's not about to help you at all. And this latest one certainly is not about helping you. It's not. They are lying to you and Trump is lying to you. Is he a medical doctor? No, he's not. Because I'm going to ask the same thing of you that you ask of me. Are you a medical doctor, Tim? No. Are you a nurse? No. Do you have any medical training? No. Does Donald Trump have that? No. But he's telling you you need the vaccine, isn't he? This is what's going to do it. This is what's going to keep from taking your temperature and doing COVID-19 tests so you can go to basketball games, so you can get back to the circus and bread people while these tyrants continue to rule over you. When are you going to get it? But they'll point to third world countries like China, who we know is communist and totalitarian, and they'll get your eyes off of that. Or they'll go back in a couple of years, they'll go back over to Russia if we last that long, if God doesn't judge us before then. 
They'll point us back over to Russia again. Oh, well, these are the bad guys over here. And it's to get our eyes off of the real bad guys that are the most threat to us right here in our own country. Right here in our own country. We won't see it. Let me give you this real quickly. Of course, Bradley talked about the um, the syringes being purchased by the DOD. And then yesterday we had this also from Michael Snyder. Mandatory vaccine, vaccination program, $138 million. $138 million. The government contract funds production of 500 million pre-filled COVID-19 vaccine injection devices. Hmm. What's in those? And it's coming. You keep bowing down to this guy and to this administration and to D.C. government who thinks they know better than you about your own health, even though they're not authorizing the Constitution to be dealing with health in the first place. And you're going to get what's coming to you. You really are. I'm just warning you. You're going to get what's coming to you. Keep burying your head in the sand. Here's what Michael writes. Just when you thought that things couldn't get any stranger. No, it's not any stranger. It's more lawless. That's what it is. It's not stranger. It's lawless. Two government U.S. agencies, or two U.S. government agencies have taken things to an entirely new level. The U.S. Department of Defense, the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services. Now, human health and human services is definitely an unconstitutional agency. It's just, it just is. Okay? It is. They've just put out a press release that is absolutely jaw-dropping, but so far, hardly anyone is talking about it. According to the press release, a $138 million contract has been awarded to Apogee Systems America for two projects known as Project Jumpstart and Rapid USA. Don't you like these terms? Project Jumpstart. Jumpstart to tyranny. Now, I'm, I'm going to go over just a little bit, okay? I know you guys have been with me. We had a rough start at the first Fortunately, we've kept this up, so I'm going to play the music here. It's going to queue up in just a second, okay? And then I want to, I'm going to finish these other things out. Uh, I just want to say thank you for joining us today. On the other side of the music here, we're going to close out the show, uh, but I'm going to give you maybe, I don't know, 10 minutes or so after. So if you'll hang on, if you want to you know, join in without uh, that, then on on Facebook or YouTube or wherever we're at, who knows if this thing's going out everywhere it's supposed to go. I don't know. But uh, if you want to do that, you can do that right after the close of the show here. And uh, I appreciate all your support. So hang on till we get through the other side of the music and we'll be right back. Okay. Yes, we are the sons, the sons of All right. Uh, yeah, I, was, I don't know why that thing wants to... I'm on this other computer. I changed my stuff. And anyway, I'm not going to explain it all. Uh, I don't know why the music wants to keep getting over. Okay, so this comes directly from the official website of the Department of Defense. Okay? And the link's here. I'll have all of this up in the archives this morning. Quote, today the Department of Defense and U.S. Department of Health and Human Services announces a $138 million contract with Apogee Systems America for Project Jumpstart and Rapid USA which together will dramatically expand U.S. production capability for domestically manufactured medical-grade injection devices starting by October 2020, just in time for the elections. You notice the timing of that, people? 
I have your solution. Hegelian dialectic. If this isn't it, I don't know what is. In less than a year, they're going to have vaccines ready to stick you with, to shoot you full of all kinds of poisons. Under the hoax that is coronavirus and COVID-19. And I know, I know there's a real virus. I don't have a problem with that. But you know as well as I do, you don't have to lie if this is a real threat. And people, governors, doctors, hospitals, all of them, Dr. Burks, all of them have lied and said, we're putting COVID-19 on everything. doesn't matter what you die of. You don't have to lie if it's a real thing, if it's a real threat. Spearheaded by the DOD's Joint Acquisition Task Force, JATF, in coordination with the HHS, which is the Health and Human Services, Office of the Assistant Secretary for Preparedness and Response, the contract will support Jumpstart to create a U.S.-based high-speed supply chain for pre-filled syringes. You get that? It isn't just an empty syringe they're getting. Pre-filled syringes. Beginning later this year, by using well-established blow-fill seal, a septic, I want to say septic, that's really what it should be, not aseptic, plastics manufacturing technology, suitable for combating COVID-19 when a safe and proven vaccine becomes available. Well, no, let me, let me just be very honest. As far as I know, no vaccine has ever been proven to stop or to prevent any sickness or disease. It's never been proven to do that. Then you go, what? Go do your homework. It is alleged to have done that. They think it's done that. If you put that in the body of a healthy person and they don't get sick, how do you know it wasn't the terrain of their body that kept them from getting the sick? Even when given a vaccine. I watched a video from George Carlin. Uh, I can't recommend, well, I can't recommend it to you because of the language, okay? But it was really hilarious because of how he how he spoke about the immune system and how it fights off things. And we're so germ conscious, we're scrubbing and washing everything, and we've got a weak immune system because we're a bunch of weak people, Okay. And what ends up happening is that when a, when a real thing happens to us, we're weak. Our immune system's weak. It hasn't prepared. It hasn't, it hasn't had to deal with stuff. I think that's part of the scam. I'm just telling you. I think it, I have no problem with people doing that and who's doing surgery. You're obviously putting your hands in people's bodies and stuff and you want to keep, I get that, <laughs> but oh, come on. Anyway. Michael goes on, today there are about 328 million people living in the United States, but the press release states the plan is to produce over 500 million pre-filled syringes by 2021. I'm sure it's going to happen faster than that because the president's already said, uh, I think it was like 300 million by January of next year. 100 million in, in November, 200 million by December, 300 million by January. I'm, if they're running at that kind of pace, they'll have that in the first quarter of next year. Now, why do you need that kind of... This is what the website, the, the DOD's own website says. The contract also enables Apogex Systems America. This is part of Big Pharma. 
Uh-huh. You thought he wasn't bought and paid for, didn't you? Mm-hmm. Do your homework. Look up Trump and George Soros and his building. 300, I think it was about 20, $25 million forgiven by George Soros. The contract also enables Apoget Systems America to accelerate the launch of Rapid USA manufactured in new and permanent U.S.-based BFS facilities with the ultimate production goal of over 500 million pre-filled syringes in 2021. This effort will be executed initially in Connecticut, my home state of the U.S.-occupied state of South Carolina, and Illinois, with potential expansion to other U.S.-based locations. Rapid will provide increased life-saving capability against future national health emergencies that require population-scale vaccine administration on an urgent basis. There's more than enough syringes to vaccinate every man, woman, and child in the entire country, and then some. Now, I want to ask a question. And I want to ask this, not for those of you who already see what's going on. I know there are a lot in this audience who already see it. Even if you still support the president in a lot of different things, which I understand, I'm not bashing you for that. If where he's lawful, yeah, we support him. I've done that in my writing. I've supported him where I thought he was lawful on things that, that were considered controversial. This is for people who don't agree with me. What do you see here? What do you see going on right here? Oh, well, Trump doesn't know this. This is the deep state. Quit giving excuses for the person, the one person in that entire branch of office under our Constitution who is responsible. You know, we used to have a president, I think it was Harry Truman, who said the buck stops here. Like him or hate him, Harry Truman was right. In the executive branch, the buck stops with the president. If you notice, Trump has been doing something. Oh, we found out in the media. He's been doing some of that Obama stuff, too. A couple of times. I've noticed that. But this is something happening with his own DOD. He's calling up the military service when he has no authority to do so. None. Zero. Zip. Nada. He has no authority. In fact, one of the interesting things is, let me give you the powers of Congress really quick. Okay, Our friend Publius Holda has put these down to very simple terms right out of Article 1, Section 8, Clauses 1 to 16. Here are the powers delegated to Congress, Okay, and they're, law, they're the lawmaking body. Okay, To lay certain taxes, to pay the debts of the United States, to declare war and make rules of warfare, to raise and support armies and a navy, and to make rules governing the military forces, to call forth the militia for certain purposes. That's something they just don't do at all now. They demonize the militia, and the militia has been very effective. A lot of people made fun of the Michigan militia, and yet they're being very effective at stopping the police from arresting a barber right now. And to make rules governing the militia, to regulate commerce with foreign nations and among the states, with the Indian tribes to establish uniform rules of naturalization, to establish uniform laws on bankruptcies, to coin money and to regulate and value thereof, to fix the standard of weights and measurements, which God says that he approves of if they're not faulty, if they're not deceitful, 
to provide for the, which we have now, to provide for the punishment of counterfeiting, to establish post offices and post roads, to issue patents and copyrights, to create courts inferior to the Supreme Court, and to define and punish piracies and felonies committed on the high seas and offenses against the laws of nations. Other provisions of our Constitution delegate to Congress powers over the country at large to make laws regarding an enumeration enumeration of the population for purposes of apportionment of representatives and direct taxes, Article 1, Section 2, Clause 3, elections of senators and representatives after 1808 to prohibit importation of slaves, after 1808 to restrict migration or immigration to these United States, a restricted power to suspend writs of habeas corpus, to revise and control imposts or duties on imports or exports which may be laid by states, a restricted power to declare the punishment of treason, implementation of the full faith and credit clause, and procedures for amendments to the Constitution. That's it. That's it. I'm going to have that up too. And the president is very limited. Other than stuff like, um, you know, welcoming dignitaries from other countries and stuff like that, speaking to Congress, um, you know, on the State of the Union, that kind of thing. The president has basically one job. It isn't the economy. Never was the economy. That's what you've been taught because that's a Marxist style of thinking. See, the biblical version of that is on justice, the law. It's on the law and bringing justice. Faithfully execute the laws of the land. Article 2, Section 3. That is the president's job. And what is the president doing? Well, he's releasing a lot of people who've been convicted of crimes. Crimes that they were guilty of. Not that they weren't guilty of. Some people have. The the Hammonds, for instance, he gave some stuff there. But he let them go. But he's just fine tracking out his coronavirus task team every day. Liars, charlatans, and people who are out to get a payday, Dr. Fauci, Dr. Burks, they like their 15 minutes of fame. These guidelines coming out of the federal government, they're coming out from these people. Unelected bureaucrats. You're tracking that's going to come through 5G. It's going to come through it. It is. If you don't believe me, I'm going to have an article up a little bit later because I watched the video last night. It's only about eight minutes. But it's a guy explaining how he went to Hong Kong and how 5G will do away with these little guys right here. You like your your smartphone? You like that? The 5G is basically going to do away with it. And all I could think when I was watching it was, wow, this sounds like a new God. Because what the guy was saying in the video was this. He was saying, in Hong Kong, people can just say Uber. And the cameras pick up their facial recognition. They pick up their location. They recognize what they said. And they don't have to use an app or anything. Uber driver right there at your at your place where you're at. It's almost like praying to the system, the beast, if you will. I mean, that's that's immediately the thought I had in my mind. You just say what you want and the great genie will provide it. And that's how many people think about God anyway. They think he's just a great genie. You tell him what you want and he gives it to you. It's deceitful. It's really the little G God of this world, Satan, 
who's already defeated. Christ has put him and his demons to an open spectacle when he died on the cross. Satan thought that he had defeated the Son of God. (laughs) When the writer of the book of Colossians, Paul, he says, no, he put him to an open spectacle. And he paid the debt for the sins of men that he was going to save. And yes, I said the sins of men he was going to save. Jesus didn't pay for all men's sins. Otherwise, why would people be in hell? Are their sins paid for by Christ and then they got to pay for them themselves? Come on. Come on. Let's use our head. Let's go back to our fathers. Charles Spurgeon, John Calvin, Martin Luther. You go through the, the history of the Reformation, you'll see that. Now, Thunder Rolls asks, what do we do? Eventually, they will force us all into 5G, then the chip. Well, Thunder, that's up to you. I don't tell adults what they have to do. And I know that's a, it's a valid question. Don't get me wrong. I'm not, I'm not capping on you here. I'm simply saying, what, is you, what are you motivated to do? What are you motivated to do? Are you motivated to at least write an email? Are you motivated to make a phone call? Are you motivated to get the people in your community and give them th- this information? Whether it comes from me or somebody else, I don't care. Are you motivated to mobilize an effort in your community to stop these things? Or are you just going to sit back and say, man, nothing I can do. This is just the way it is. Exactly, Les. That's the, that's the message. Repent. That's, that's it. Look, I don't, when I say these things, I don't talk down to people. All of us are at different levels of understanding and of knowledge of what we get things. Sometimes I scratch my head that some people don't get certain things <laughs> because they're so obvious. Um, but we start to get into this, it starts to get very deceitful. And it, some of it gets very difficult to unravel. I get that. I'm more than patient with people who want to ask questions. Uh, if I got an answer, I got an answer usually... Well, sometimes it's knowledge-based. Sometimes it's just going to be in my opinion. But the point is, is this, folks. You and I are in it together. Whether you totally agree with me or not, I don't expect you to. You're not, I'm not going to agree with you on everything. That's just the way it is. That's a, that's a given. But one thing we should be agreed on is that our government is against us because they're violating the law. You want to talk about the will of the people? It isn't just what we want. We, the will of the people really establishes the fact that we want to follow God. We want to obey his law. And so when they step outside of that, they're not only violating the will of the people. They're violating the law of God. They've come out from the protection of the umbrella as the ministers of God, Romans 13, to punish evildoers and to praise those who do good. If you see that, you know what? You're my brother. You're my sister. In seeing that we have a common enemy. I am not anti-government. If government respects the law and upholds the law, fine. Where it is not doing that, it is tyrannical. It is to be opposed. It has become a beast. It needs to be as uh, our founding father, Thomas Jefferson wrote, he says, that the people have to dissolve such a government. There's a lawful way to do that. 
and establish one to protect their liberties and the liberties of their posterity. We're way beyond where our founding fathers would have let this go. Our founding fathers were taking tea that wasn't even theirs and dumping it in a harbor over a two-cent tax. What are you being taxed, America? Hmm? What are you being taxed? It's well beyond what you had. Some of you are already facing a Lexington and Concord in your own home, coming to take your arms when you're not guilty of a crime under the red flag laws promoted by this administration. Nobody has attacked the Second Amendment like this administration. Oh, that's not true, Tim. He's a supporter. Somebody jumped in a little while ago. He's a supporter of the Second Amendment. Uh Uh-huh. Sat back quietly while a man was murdered by police officers in his home coming to take his guns in Maryland. Mm Mm-hmm. Quietly, Donald Trump sat by. Didn't say a word because he supported it. And he supported you not having due process either. Instead of dealing with the actual criminals. By the way, just as a side note, and I'm going to close out. That whole thing where he said that little blurb, it wasn't edited. The full thing can be seen. I've got it at gunsinthenews.com. I may have it at sonsoflibertymedia.com. I think I do. But you could put in Trump and due process and you could find it. And one of the things that you'll you'll notice is they're dealing with this guy who everybody has questions about anyway. He was drugged. He had he had drugs that he was being taken, or that he was taking. He had psychological problems that was documented for years. He had had multiple times sheriff's department from Broward County, that's right, Sheriff Israel, sent his boys over there to deal with this guy. On multiple occasions, I think 40 times over different instances, he had crimes that he had committed against teachers and other students. Assaults. Was he arrested? Was he tried? I'm pretty sure those things might get him in trouble with having any guns in the first place. No. That was Obama policies. Yeah, it was. But it happened under Trump, didn't it? Now, I don't think it was a federal issue. Don't get me wrong. I'm not trying to paint that on Trump. Don't get me wrong. But what Trump did was he took a local issue where people tried to make themselves look good by not dealing with the criminals in their area, not showing a mercy to those who do good, and they let the evildoer do what he was doing all that time only to allegedly, and I'm going to still say allegedly, because we don't have any film. We don't have anything. We just have what the narrative has given to us. Kill kids. And immediately what happens? Well, the Democrats jump on the gun control thing. Trump jumps on it too. He doesn't say, you know what? What we should have done was, look, this guy had all these times they come. He was committing crimes. Why didn't we arrest him? And why didn't we deal with him according to due process and then take his guns? Find him guilty, take his guns. He didn't say that. He said, we take the guns first, then we give due process. I'm just trying to give you some context, folks. For what's going on because I know in America we have really short attention spans. We do. I do. We have short memories. Sometimes I can't remember the name of somebody I just talked to eight hours ago on the phone. I'm like, ah, 
Sometimes you see it on the radio show. But I'm telling you right now, this is where we're going. You can bet your bottom dollar the military is going to be called up. And by the way, the military is to be called up by Congress, not the president. I know some of you have been taught all kinds of weird stuff. Read your constitution. By the way, when the president goes into office, he is the president. He only becomes the commander-in-chief when the military or the militia is called up in the service of the United States. That's it. When they are not called up, he does not have the authority to call them up. Well, Congress wrote a thing about... That's not their job to delegate their authority to the president. It's not. Nor him to them. He can't delegate his authority over to Congress to say, hey, um, you go enforce the law. He's the one to do it under his direction. That's not going on. You need to wake up. You really need to wake up. The face of the New World Order is sitting in the White House now. Well, that's just not true, Tim. He... Okay. All right. Let your change rest softly upon you. And when they come for you, don't cry to everybody else because you wouldn't listen. Okay? Don't cry to everybody else because you wouldn't listen. Now's the time to do something. You still have time and opportunity, folks. If you want to do something. What do we do, Tim? It's going to be different things for different people. For some of us, it's getting the information to you. You know, just like in a military operation, you have people who are recon, you have people who are intelligence, you have people who are foot soldiers, you got people who fly bombers, you got people who are um, special operators, all of this kind of stuff. Everybody has their part to play. Not everybody's going to do the same thing. What are you called to do? What are you compelled to do? I, I don't feel the need that I have to tell adults what they should be doing. If you want to come to me with something and say, well, why don't you do this? Well, why don't you do it? I'm busy as a bee anyway. Part of the issue is real impeachment articles. That's how our Constitution gives it for some of these things. Not these fake ones that the Democrats have been given. They're just, they really are. They're phony kind of impeachment articles. Let's put some real meat on the bone here. That's how you deal with them at the constitutional level. You said, but, 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 but who are we going to have in there? Well, you have a vice president. Well, we don't want Mike Pence in there. Well, then you shouldn't have voted for the guy. You see the ramifications of your choices of voting the lesser of two evils is still evil. You see it, people? This is how they play you. This is how communists play in their land, too. My friend Brojador has taught me this. And the other thing is continue to hold the word of God up. Hold the law of God up to people around you. Love them enough to tell them and say, I understand. I was a sinner just like you. I submitted myself to sin. I was shackled by sin. But God calls us to repent, and he commands us to repent. He doesn't ask us to do it. He commands it. And we may love the people no matter their sin, 
But we got to tell them the truth if we really love them. Call them to repentance. Repent ourselves. Examine yourselves, as Paul says, to see if you're in the faith. And (laughs) sorry about that, Brian. Yeah, artillery guys. Examine yourselves to see if you're in the faith. And then repent accordingly. This is on us, the people of God, first and foremost, and then on everybody else that we come in contact with. Thank you, guys. I've went over 30 minutes. I apologize. I know that I know that everything is really bad. Hopefully, the video cleared up. I mean, the bitrate seems very steady right now. I don't know. Um, but I appreciate your support. Thank you for sticking with me. Uh, maybe tomorrow we'll start it a couple of hours. I don't even know if I can have Kate on tomorrow. So I don't know if we'll be on tomorrow because this thing is just... I mean, everything's pegging out here. So we'll see what happens. Um, I'm going to talk to her later today and see if we have her on tomorrow until I get this this computer back. Uh, You guys have a great day, a great Lord's Day and a weekend. And um, come Monday, Lord willing, we'll see you then. All right. Adios.